The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbishneeweiss.substack.com and on my blog, kolhasfridim.blogspot.com, on March 17th, 2023. And the t- title of the article is Pikude, the Meaning of the Mirror Donation. And I will note that I only had enough space in this article to convey a simple idea. For an elaboration on the ideas here, check out the shir I gave on YouTube or on my Machshava Lab podcast with the same title. Hidden among the numerous psukim detailing the construction of the Mishkan is a cryptic pasuk about the origin of the materials used to fashion the kior, the laver. It says in Shemos 38.8, He made a bronze laver and its bronze base from the mirrors of the women who gathered at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Rashi explains the significance and history of this donation based on a midrash in Tankuma Pikude 9, which fills us in on the backstory. Quote, The Jewish women possessed mirrors which they looked at when they adorned themselves. Even these, they did not hesitate to donate to the Mishkan. Moshe was about to reject them since they were made for the Yitzhahara, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to him, Accept them, for these are dearer to me than all the other contributions, because through them the women reared those huge hosts in Egypt. For when their husbands were exhausted from the crushing labor, they would bring them food and drink and induce them to eat. They would take the mirrors, and each gazed at herself in the mirror together with her husband, saying endearingly to him, See, I am more beautiful than you, thereby awakening their husband's desire. They coupled with them, became pregnant, and gave birth there. As it is stated in Shir Shirim 8.5, I awakened your love under the apple tree. This is the meaning of the mirrors of the Tzavos, the women who reared the house. End quote from Rashi. Rabino Avram ben Arambam in... Shemos 38.8, provides an alternative explanation. Sorry, two alternative explanations which are uh, related. According to one explanation, uh, quote, according to one explanation, this is referring to the women who engage in the service of Hashem, who abandoned their homes and committed themselves to the service of Hashem, just as the soldiers abandoned their residences and travel to the location of their battle. A second explanation, the women who wage a spiritual war with their instinctual desires, turning all the attention of their soul to focus on God and His service. This second explanation suffices for the first one, since it is the objective of the first one. And once they reached the level of separation from their desires, they broke their mirrors, for they no longer needed them, and they brought them as an offering. In doing so, they transformed implements which were designed for the attainment of lust and earthly enjoyment into religious implements which were designed for the service of God, exalted is he. End quote from Avram ben Ramam. Unlike Rashi, who attributes the significance of the mirrors to the historical role they played in the formation of the Jewish nation, Rabbeinu Abraham focuses on the level of perfection reached by the women who donated them. Imagine a woman or a man today who no longer cared about their own appearance and had transcended the need to look at themselves in the mirror. The question is, what are the implications of these two explanations? These two explanations reflect two different strategies for dealing with the Yetzir Hara, the evil inclination. Rashi references the basic level, channeling one's instinctual drives towards nobler ends. We mentioned this idea in the Shema, in Devarim 6.5, you shall love Hashem your God with all your heart, levavecha, which Chazal in Brachos 54a interpret to mean with both your inclinations, your Yitzhar Hatov and your Yitzhar Hara. 
The Jewish women in Egypt were immersed in Egyptian culture, which elevated beauty and sexuality to the level of a primary value. Nevertheless, when they saw the plight of the Jewish people, they took their obsession with beauty and redirected it into Torah values, Peru Uruvu, procreation and building up the Jewish nation. And when it came time to make contributions to the Mishkan, these women were willing to give up their precious mirrors for a higher purpose, even if they remained attached to their Egyptian values. Rabbeinu Avram's view references the higher level, going to war with the Yitzhahara and changing your values to the point where you no longer crave what the Yitzhahara demands. Both strategies express the very essence of avoda, the subordination of one's instinctual drives to Hashem's value system. Avoda begins with a recognition that this is a high, that a, sorry, avoda begins with a recognition that a higher value system exists and that the life of instinctual desire runs contrary to that. At first, the most one can do is reroute those desires. Eventually, it becomes possible to sublimate them entirely. For this reason, it is appropriate that the kior, which is used to initiate the day of avoda, was made from materials that embody the fundamental character of avoda. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.